Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right back at you on a Tuesday, Lori and Julia show. My talk one zero seven one everything entertainment. Today, doing a Santa stop at the Chanhassen Dinner Theater. Santa stops this year presented by Park Dental. We've uh, amassed a very large amount of toys and gifts for the Ronald McDonald House, and we're very happy about that. And we have a lot more of these uh, broadcasts coming up. Check the website at mytalk1071.com where you can see uh, the next one, which I think is coming up pretty soon. It is, but I just want to say Liz from the Brano McDonald House is here, and we've had recipients who have um, been able to, you know, have been lucky enough to have the Brano McDonald House um, facility available to them when their child was going through a time of need. And here's just a couple facts about Ronald McDonald House and why this is so important. What we're doing with our Santa Straps is they have four locations in the metro area. Um, they serve more than 6,000 families a year, and three-fourths of these families are our neighbors. They're metro mm-hmm. folks, so someone you know may be in need. Um, they provide lodging. They provide meals. They provide support. Um, it's not just people who have cancer. If there's a trauma accident, a premature birth, I mean, mm-hmm. some different things that Ronald McDonald is there. And it, they, it's a family environment, and they treat people like family. And it's when, amazing. The one we went to over by the university. Is I know. Yeah, that yeah, was nice. And what they do, and they have volunteer opportunities, too, if you are looking for something to do as a family, as a corporate event or something, a team-building thing, you can go and make a dinner at the Ronald McDonald House. So thank you, everybody, for your generous donations during our Santa Stops. And we are just the very first one. There's going to be a lot of them coming up. And we really appreciate the support for the Ronald McDonald House. And we also found out that we're doing something for the Torres family as well, Um, a family that lost their trailer to a fire Completely lost everything a few days ago. We're raising money. You can go to the MyTalk um, show page and find out more information about that. And they even lost their doggy. Yeah, Jason and John interviewed him yes, this morning. this so morning. Go so to MyTalk1071.com yes. for information about that. So we are doing a lot of good here, and it isn't even Thanksgiving yet, Julia. Yeah. I feel like it's right around the corner. That's that because is. it is. That's, that's, that's right because it is. <laughs> Um, and uh, just a little reminder: someone sent us a little note yesterday. They left out of uh, they left yesterday morning on a flight, and they used the TSA pre-check Ooh. security at the MSP Intercontinental Hotel. Oh, yes, and that's open four fifteen a.m. to ten fifteen a.m. And she said it was so slick because there were like you know two people ahead. Right, of her. that's just it's slick. only carry on. Right, if right. you have a carry yeah, on, it is yeah. so slick. Are you doing a carry on tomorrow, Lorraine? 
No. I said I packed and I'm ready to go, but I packed in something big and okay. comfortable okay. that has room to grow okay. or shrink. All right. No, I thought of doing that and I thought that'd be so smart and I thought, ah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, fine. Whatever. All right. So, you know, I make, I did say, though, if I have to spend my time someplace, I'm glad it's at the MSP airport in case we don't get out on time. I can get a lot of things done. You can so do that's, shopping. Yes. Okay. okay so, uh, love checking in with uh, Roger Friedman from Showbiz 411. He's been covering Hollywood for like 45, 50 years. He gets invited to everything, all the screenings. Oh, he's amazing. People want to know what, you know, he's thinking about something. And um, apparently, this movie is coming out. Um, it is Sam Mendes. He used to be married to, uh, what's her name? Um, she, I know who you're talking Kate about. Kate Winslet. Yep. He directed American Beauty. He won, I think, an Oscar for that. I yes. So, yes. He also directed um, something terrible. Revolutionary Road with Leonardo DiCaprio. Which was horrible. Uh, it was depressing. Horrible. Yes. <laughs> Perdition with Tom Hanks. He's done the James Bond movie Skyfall and Spectre. He did mm-hmm. Jarhead with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, where he really drilled down into the mel- military, and he said that was excellent prep for this movie that is going to be a contender for the Oscars. It is. Says who? Says uh, Roger Freeman. Okay. He says ex- the name of the, mor- the movie is called 1917. And he said it's the best war movie since Private Ryan or Letters from Iwo Jima. The, the right. That's Eastwood. saying a lot. That's saying a lot. And yeah. he said it is... Um, Scorsese and Spielberg are going to praise him lavishly. And 1917 comes from an original idea Sam Mendes had based on his grandfather's experiences in World War One. He got a co-writer. Can I tell you really in two sentences what it's about? It's about World War One. It, it is. The it's, yeah, I've it's, seen the trailer it's, many times. It's two young British privates during the First World War given an impossible mission. Deliver a message deep in enemy territory that will stop 1,600 men and one one of the soldier's brothers from walking straight into a deadly trap. Right. So this is like a story that his grandfather told him, and we really don't see very many um, World War One. I. I mean, if I can't really think of any, we get World War Two. We do we've had get a Vietnam. lot. We haven't had yes. And he said the main actors are young guys. They're absolutely fantastic. One guy you might know from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. But anyway, he just said this is going to be hands down an Oscar contender along with Clint Eastwood's movie Richard Jewell, which is about the bombing that happened in Atlanta. Atlanta, the, the bomb Olympics. that was left. But he just said it's really kind of amazing what happened. None of us really know the story of Richard Jewell. So if you're oh you know if you like to watch a good war movie 1917 yes. is the movie I'm not sure when comes out Christmas, Christmas day, day Christmas yeah. Richard day. Madden um the oh. beautiful man is in it and he was in uh, he was in Game of Thrones yes. and he was in yeah. Bodyguard Bodyguard mhm mm-hmm. Yes, he is was. That show coming back on the BBC America. Well, I haven't heard anything. Yeah, about I haven't it. heard. Okay, no. so I love this story. Tom Hanks is making the rounds. He's got a nice beard going on. Very um, full, but not too long, like Letterman. Just a full, yeah. nicely coiffed beard. Uh, yeah, Perfect. It is really good. Perfect and for so travel. He's making the rounds, uh, promoting the Mister Rogers. Welcome to my neighborhood. And um, so, People Magazine talked to some of Tom Hanks' longtime friends and collaborators and 
Um, one of the best stories that was in People was Maura Turney, who is Tierney, who's so great. If you watch Showtime's The Affair, she was in ER. She played Helen. She was in ER going She's way been back. In everything. She was in Rescue Me, but just most recently <clears throat> in The Affair, and she co-starred with Tom Hanks on Broadway's Lucky Guy, a play that he was in last spring. And she said um, the thing she loved about uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks is that anytime he would just see a cell phone laying around backstage, side of stage, at a reception they had after the lucky guys, any, any people would come back, he would pick up the phone and take a selfie with himself. And just leave it on their phone. That's great. So that when you know you go and pick up your phone, there's Tom Hanks making a goofy face. So anyway, I'm surprised a lot of people must not have had codes to get in their phones. Yeah, I can barely get in my phone. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Well, he maybe I don't know how he did it. Who was it that hated working with him on a movie way back? Well, I don't know. We talked Henry Winkler. That's it. That's right, they have beef. They have big beef. Well, maybe they're going to Henry Winkler was supposed to direct Turner and Hooch, maybe? That's right. And he ended Mm -hmm. up being fired from that movie by the producer. And he blames Tom Hanks. Well, Tom Hanks was a dink to him, he according to Henry Winkler. He wouldn't be specific. But. Well, they didn't interview him for this People magazine. They did interview Ron Howard, and he, of course, directed him in Splash, which came out in 1994. It was Has that one been remade yet? No. We've it's heard coming. rumors that it was coming yeah. with a boy. With a merman. With a merman. Yeah. And I'm all for a merman. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Let's all right. We can physique. do a merman. Um, and then he also directed Tom Hanks in Apollo 13. And he said people overlook what a fantastic actor he is. They I don't do? think. I don't maybe think not now, be overlooked by this one. May, yeah, maybe not now, but he said he's just so effortless as an actor. You don't realize how good he's been and for how long, even though he's, of course, like any actor, picks a dud along the way. Like I think of Joe versus the Volcano. Castaway. At least Joe versus... At least Joe versus the volcano had he Meg ma- Ryan. Yeah, the airport was not very good. Do you Maybe. remember where he played the immigrant and he was stuck in the I never saw it. Never yeah, saw it. Don't bother. Mm-mm. But Castaway hated that damn Wilson. movie and the volleyball. And, Wilson, oh. right, yeah. Oh, that was just painful. And I think I saw that in the theater. I did, too. Yeah. Well, that's because well, that was what we did back then. Well, I mean, it's what we do now still. If it's a movie, like 1917, that movie will have to... Because here's your movie day, uh, Christmas Day. You got Little Women. Are they promoting the hell out of that? You can't. All you see on TV are Bloomberg ads and Little Women. Yeah. That's all I've seen for the last two days and in the morning primetime hours are those ads. And ever, and I can't get over Meryl Streep dressed like old, an old lady with mm-hmm. a curly wig and a shawl. Mm-hmm. I Mrs. Lincoln or something. No, <laughs> well, she's it's the time period. I know, duh. She's Grandma March. Yeah, she's oh, Joe March. I can't stand it that she's dressed like that she should be <laughs> well, for that I know. movie. I guess get over it. I kind of thought that Little Women they were doing a modern day adaptation about it. I didn't realize it was set. People say it's yes. fantastic. Some people say that. Yeah. Well, cats. Some people say that cats the best person is Sir Ronan, mm-hmm. and that. And Timothy Chalamet. I don't want to see that. I've seen Little it so Women. many times. Yeah. I mean, how many times do you got to see Little Woman? And then Cats is your other Christmas day. So you've got a war movie, you've got an old, you know, book movie, and then you got the furry cat oh. bosoms, um, <laughs> which yeah. I think that could just end up being a I, cult classic. I already it's going to be so bad. Showgirls. 
I, yeah. <laughs> it's going to take some time, though, it's because be people great. are going to be horrified when they see Taylor Swift, Idris Elba wearing velour fur of a strange color. Poor Jennifer Hudson looks like scaredy cat. She looks so afraid because I think she knows <laughs> what she's about to get into. Oh, Lori, yeah. this show is going to take in so much money on Christmas Day. It's going to make you yeah, eyes I'm sure twist it will backwards. Well. We got to go. I, we don't, are, I don't think so. I know. I we are at so. the Shanahassen Dinner Theater. It's a Santa stop. Please stop by and join us. We have hors d'oeuvres, drink specials, photo specials. Get your good photo here, and we'll be right back. Is a my talk dirt alert. Holly, hi Holly. Hello, hello. What do we know? Oh, well, we know a little bit of gossip from Radar Online concerning the Real Housewives of Orange County. They're reporting that Vicki Gunvalson is returning full-time to the Real Housewives of Orange County after issuing an ultimatum to the producers of the show. We all know that Vicky was shockingly demoted to a friend in season 14. She said, I'm never coming back reduced again. Let's just say that I'm either in all the way or I'm all the way out. And according to an insider, she was telling the truth, but she's going to be coming back as a full-time housewife. Do you guys watch for her? I do. I do. And it has been so bad this year. So they need her. They do. They do need her. She is the OG. There is some cachet. In she's the original one of the you know even you know that was the first housewife show was yes. Orange County yes I don't know it's been a, not a very good Orange County season that Kelly Dodd is just an awful woman <laughs> she really is <laughs> she's just awful anyone who yeah, watches really. that show she's just horrible and she's got some tragic clip-in hair extensions and clip-in bangs <laughs> oh, that no. I think should be burned in oh. a Thanksgiving Day bonfire on the beaches of Orange County. <laughs> I like that idea. It, that would visual. smell, though. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah, a little sure. bit. A uh, mm-hmm. um, little Johnny Depp legal update. You know, oh. oh, I thought you were calling him I little know, Johnny Depp. I know, and I'm like, is that, <laughs> I'm like, is that what he's been reduced to? Jeez. No, just Johnny Depp and a small story updating his legal woes. So Johnny Depp today reportedly has settled some business with his former lawyers and he reached a deal with Jake Bloom, his former attorney. So, okay, so this is the way that it goes. This is how bad Johnny Depp's legal problems are. So he reached a deal with Jake Bloom, his former attorney of 18 years, who Johnny Depp accused of pocketing more than $30 million without a written contract. Now, yeah, they, I remember that. Yeah, and they settled that with an out-of-court deal on October 30 which Johnny Depp's side claim was for eight figures. Now Johnny Depp has settled another lawsuit, not the $50 million defamation lawsuit that Amber Heard, uh, he has against Amber Heard, but this one was the lawyers that he hired to sue his former lawyers, those lawyers saying that Johnny Depp never paid his bills. So he's like in like five lawyers deep, but he has settled that now. So congratulations. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, well, that's good. To Johnny Depp. Uh, and congratulations to Mariah Carey. She is the queen of Christmas, and she has just broken three Guinness World Records with her song, All I Want for Christmas. And she what got the they? honor. Uh, last night, she, she broke the highest charting holiday song on the Hot 100 chart by a solo artist. A lot of words there. She also has the most Spotify streams in a 24-hour period last December, and she also has the most weeks in the UK top 10 for a Christmas song. And she was honored last night in Las Vegas. Oh, she's just looking so seasonal. How much money has Mariah made from that one oh. song? Is it like seventy-five million since she wrote it twenty years ago? I think it's something like that. I love that. I, I love that. And, and the song she wrote for Mixish on ABC. She wrote the theme song. Oh yeah, right. that is yeah. a great song, and that's a great mm. show. Mm. Mariah Carey is that. a great songwriter. Yeah, she really Very is. Very underrated in the world of songwriting. She also used to direct a lot of her own music videos back in the day. So she's a talented lady. And there yeah, she, she is. Sure Good is. for her. Yeah. Let's go to Prince Andrew. Ooh. Okay, yeah. What's going What's, on? Did Prince Charles have the confrontation yet with them? Unfortunately, about, it doesn't look no. like it. No. Okay. But uh, here's the headline from People.com today that Prince Andrew went ahead with that BBC interview about his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein despite caution from the Duchess herself, Sarah Ferguson, and her daughter. Beatrice. Oh, they're turning that story. Yes, Get your story mm-hmm. straight, royal people. Mm-hmm. That story has had so many twists and yes, turns. Yes, it has. It is a hundred percent the biggest crisis the British royal family has faced in. Years yep. and years and years. I thought Sarah wanted him to do the interview. Well, they, that's what they can't get their story they're straight. Turning it. Oh. Andrew mm-hmm. wanted to do this. All His right. secretary wanted to do it. And I think everyone else tried to talk him out of it. I wouldn't be surprised if Sarah Ferguson thought it was a good idea because she doesn't seem like the brightest bulb. But <laughs> well, the two of them together are She's all really I mean, mean, Andrew and Charles are apparently, uh, Prince Charles offered Prince Andrew a job like working under him, but he wanted to hang out with the dead rapist pedophile Jeffrey Epstein because he had islands and planes and other things at Prince Charles. He had sexy things. No, so he told him no, so he kind of, you know, cooked his own royal goose. Yeah, foot. Foot. Yeah. The foot. Karma is a bitch. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. It is, yes. So that's where we are with that story this afternoon regarding Prince Andrew is that nobody actually has... over their feet trying to get the story when really it was Prince Andrew, his idea. Yeah. With encouragement from the secretary that the queen fired. Yes. All right. Well, let's stick on the royal uh, topic, shall we? And let's talk about The Crown, the Netflix series, which is all about the life of Queen Elizabeth II. Well, multiple outlets are reporting that Claire Foy is going to be returning to The Crown next season as Queen. For flashbacks? For flashbacks. Yes. Love it. Mm. Yes. Now, you guys, uh, how far are you in season three of The Crown? Not far. Um, I've watched five episodes of the crown no, i think you're at six, six. i'm starting for six, what, yeah. do you think? six. what do you think of it so far it's a little drier slower yes 
Because we're seeing more episodes. More of the Prime are... Minister than I wanted to see. Oh, I oh, like his character. Well, I like him, but the next one, I feel like he keeps talking. It, what they're trying to do is give little snapshots of different people. And like we get one. I love the Margaretology episode, the one that was devoted to Princess Margaret. But they have had one devoted to Prince Charles and one now to Prince Philip. And I love the Princess Alice the story yes, about Prince that's Philip's a very sweet story. So they're kind of getting into a little bit more historical stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Some people think, i.e., it goes a little bit too slow mm. compared to last mm. year. Mm. You know, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I like it. I like it. The Wales story is with the disaster in Wales was a very impactful episode. That was that's a good the ep- Prince Charles story. Yes. 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 And one more. Are you watching it, Holly? Yes, I am. I Where just you? finished that episode about Prince Charles. So I'm about halfway through the series. And I'm kind of you guys where it's some episodes are a little slow you know the one with lord mountbatten i'm kind of like okay like yeah i know let us move forward that's the one that i'm struggling with right now what was the point of that yeah well i think it's gonna establish because we're gonna see what happens historically what really happens in life to prince mun or philip we are gonna see what happens see that and, and he is the close he's like charles father his uncle. Yes, he's his uncle, but like but a father. But he's more like yeah. a father, and so I think they're just setting up that whole dynamic for when the tragedy happens. Oh, yes. stay tuned for that. I don't even know I what mean, the tragedy it's is. It's not a spoiler no, alert. Spoiler alert. I don't even know what it is. Don't it, tell me, though. Well, it's history, so I'm not yeah, spoiling it's, it's, anything. Yeah. You'd have to know, like, British history, which I know you don't, so I'm not spoiling a thing for you or anybody else who doesn't know. <laughs> Well, let's, let's My minor was in modern European history. Uh, that is shocking. But the A, it wasn't th- through this late. It was more, it was earlier. 13th century? Should we well, quiz you on that? What, what the? Your European history of the about, 14th century? What were the Crusades all about anyway? Right. And tell us about Henry IV. And the Peasant Revolt of 1381. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess that's all the time Oh, I didn't. I, I really didn't go past the fifties, though. Yeah. In my seriously, I didn't. Right. Holly, thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Holly. Welcome. Have fun at Chanhassen Dinner Theater. We are having fun at Chanhassen Dinner Theater. It's lovely out here. And you can Stop still bring a toy, us. right? Yes. Yes, people yes. can. We're in the Fireside Lounge. People are enjoying cocktails, hors d'oeuvres, and, of course, all this witty banter. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) All right. You're my talk traffic. Is it time for the study of duh? It is. Uh Uh-oh. Look at how time flies. I know. I feel like we just had this conversation. Okay. So here is the study. I want you guys to tell me if you think this is a duh or not. And it was... um, This was just a survey, not exactly technically a study, but one out of four Americans are tired of traditional Thanksgiving food. Donnie raises his hand. You're the one because I'm not. I'm not. I am. Why? I just got bored with it. Yeah, people. It's only one day a year. I know, but I'm still bored with it. Yeah, listen, Donnie is not the only one. I know. (laughs) Although, listen, the commission was service. Commissioned by Hardee's, this survey. So oh, oh, well, okay. we do have to take <laughs> this into account. And the curly fry. Who's here sick of Thanksgiving food? Look at that. Donnie. Wow, oh, way to leave oh, me Oh, wait, we had yeah. a couple. Oh, uh, good. Well, I got two people. Right. Thank you. The number one way that Americans are changing things up is they serve a main dish besides turkey. 
64% of people said they'd be willing to skip the bird. This is bad news for That's turkey bad people. bad news for the turkeys. And 30% said they've already stopped serving a turkey, and they go with ham or prime rib or... Ham's good. Something like that. Well, what and are you going to serve at Christmas time? I don't know. <laughs> the overrated Thanksgiving foods besides the turkey, cranberry sauce, sweet potatoes, green beans, and I am horrified, mac and cheese. People mac and cheese? mac and cheese all the time. Not box mac and cheese. Really good. Mac and cheese. I know. 27% of people are sick of that. How do you get sick of homemade know. macaroni no, and cheese? No, no. Patty LaBelle's mac and cheese. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. Anyway, it's one why? day a year. But I'll tell you why. A the third, pop and circumstance? No, a third of people are sick of the kitchen prep work all the time in the kitchen. That's the number one complaint. They want to have a more relaxing holiday. 28% say they are flat out bored by Thanksgiving food. And are these all the people who have to host it year after year after year? No, Is that it's just 3,500 random people that Hardy's got to weigh in on this. Um, the favorite part of Thanksgiving, 69% of people, I'm very encouraged by this, they say their favorite part is that they are spending time with their family and loved ones. They don't really care what's on the menu. Well, that's how I feel. Yeah. So, Anyway, and of course, time off from work. Duh. Yeah. If you're hosting. Four day weekend if you're lucky. Right? Yeah. Okay, so that's one. Now, we already talked about if you're bringing a new partner, have a safe word so that they can say it to you if they need to be taken away from a family member that has. Gobble, their ear. gobble. Gobble, de goo, whatever the word uh -huh. is. Okay, now this is a study that I think is duh, but we will agree with. Okay. This was. Uh, not a survey, Julia. I want you to know this was published in the journal of something or other. I didn't really, I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> you know that really. I know the feeling. The really good one. <laughs> this study says three in ten adults enjoy their sick days. They don't even mind that they're sick because they're home from work. They go, oh, it's not so bad. Get it? Yeah, we got Yeah, that. well, good. are these clever. people who are home because they're sick or they're faking their sick days? 40% of people say getting sick is really not, I mean, it's a bummer. Like, maybe they're going to have more work, but they kind of they kind of like it. They want someone to wait on them. They like, like to watch their bad TV. They like to rest all day. <laughs> um, they get some me time, and they don't even mind that they don't feel bad. They just, they're kind of... I bet it's just a, it's a, one of the ways, maybe it's a workaholic type person, and you just don't get any time off, and if you're sick, you finally can disengage, maybe, and it's giving yeah. yourself permission. The biggest comfort is staying in bed. Oh, 60% really? of people said then they like eating soup, and then they like watching they old, old movies, old movies or old TV shows. Like, yeah. I always watch, like, when I was, um, I had an incident a couple of weeks ago, and it just really threw me for a loop, and I had to stay home in bed, and I totally watched Law & Order SVU, like, I don't know. Back to back to back? I don't know, like 14 of them. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even know that I've ever watched the show. I, I, I That's my favorite Law & Order. Uh, Maris okay. Mariska Hargitay. Yeah. I just love that show. Anyway, um, no one really likes being sick, but it makes people slow down. So it does. That's what know. I'm thinking. Mm. Like, you finally can take a break. That's why if you're a boss, let people have a mental health sick day so they don't have to feel stress and guilt. Just give that boss a little, I, I'm feeling a headache coming up tomorrow. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
Because like most people get like five, four, five, or six, six, six six days a year that you can take. Use them, people. Okay. That's what I say. That's good advice. Okay. Now, this is a real study of duh. Because And this was published in the Sexual Medicine Journal. Uh-oh. So this is for real, people. Remember how I told you, we learned a couple of years ago that having sex on a regular basis makes you look seven to ten years yes. younger? Yes. yes. I mean, and it doesn't matter if you're having sex alone with yourself and yes. yourself partnered or with somebody else. Okay, so I'm, this I'm is... I'm holding my hands because I'm oh, self-partnered. is that what you're doing? Julia's this is what I always do when we I thought you up. were flexing. No, no. <laughs> I'm self-partnered. When she, when she breaks up with herself, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's yeah, really going to uh, be a problem. Scary thought. Anyway, um, 7,000 older adults, and this, this was people over the age of 70. Okay. Um, they... If they have sex on a regular basis, uh-huh. they are more content in their lives. This seems like a duh. It does seem like a to duh. To me, but what they're, why they published it in the Journal of Sexual Medicine is they want doctors to start asking people that are older. If you're having and, sex on a regular basis. Yes. To oh. just find yes. out, uh, you know, are you enjoying that? Because part of your physical health will be your your what kind of emotional intimacy right. you are having and they people feel more satisfied are doctors going to start asking that i i i don't know i, I don't hope know. so seems, really it'd be very well, exciting well i remember when they asked like my kids if they felt safe in the home and i'd be that, with them yeah that that cool. started like maybe 15 years yeah. ago they asked women and i'd be with you right, feel safe right. In home and, and i've never that. been asked that mm-hmm. um but to be asked this i think that's it makes sense yes uh, you know i think it's part of your overall health it improves your well-being yes. So the journal of sexual medicine is they're basically wanting people to doctors to just at, inquire did about you that doctor did you forget to ask about my sexual well-being <laughs> why my erections are quite nice oh, thank, thank you. you so much yeah. for that. no they're not working as well i would like it to go away i would like it to work harder what do you mean Good choice Carter. of work. Get it? I got it. Yeah, we got I it. I look okay. at you. Okay, you so get it. You look it. so young. I can't even talk to you. How'd you get this job? You're uh, having so much sex. I know. <laughs> so you shared an embarrassing story today about your worst interview with Amy Purdy. Mm-hmm. I'll just reshare the most embarrassing thing I ever heard from a doctor, and this happened maybe, maybe three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm in the stirrups. Scooch down. Scooch down. A little more. Just a little more. Just look closer. Okay. Time. Uh, This is so embarrassing that I'm saying this out loud, but I've said it already on the radio, so who cares? So what? And I remember my doctor says to me, she says, well, Lorene, she's my real name. Mm -hmm. I just want to tell you, your vagina is aging nicely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean... I like kind wow. of close my legs <laughs> and I go, do you talk this flirty with all your patients? Oh, wow. She said, well, you know, I just want to let you know, you know, that everything is aging nicely. Oh, and I just gosh. thought, well, there's a compliment to put on my headstone. Uh-huh. There is her one. Her vagina aged nicely the whole of her life. I mean, <laughs> no, I remember when that happened to you. I'll never forget when someone came in that we used to work with who told us that her vagina was atrophying. Oh, yeah, that's TMI. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. I thought, yeah. whoa! Ooh. Yeah, and when she showed us the picture, it was Yo, really TMI. She! Laura's <laughs> lying. She's that's so not lying. true. She's so lying. <laughs> but wouldn't it have been great if she had? Oh, oh no. Just to add the whole yes. everything to it. All right. So, 
Anyway, that is my, those are my studies of duh. We are Thank live you. at the um, Shanhassen Dinner Theater. We're in the Fireside Lounge. Of course, it's the happiest happy hour right now. It's going on. We got a lot of people in here. Thank you, everyone who stopped by and dropped off toys for the Ronald McDonald House. We appreciate it. And we'll be right back. Is your home for all things holiday entertainment. There's a lot of stuff happening here. Uh, of course, Mama Mia is happening Absolutely. in February. Jazz Minnesota Orchestra with Swing the Holidays is happening December 16th, one night only. Christmas on the Prairie with Mary Jane All. Yes. North Country Christmas with Cat Perkins. And the Andy and Bing Christmas is happening uh, after the holidays, yes. December 26th. So go to ChanhassenDT.com for tickets and, and gift, gift cards. cards. And it's all there. It, it is, is all there. It is all there. My favorite thing that I saw today comes courtesy of... I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Lizzo. And of course, she, on the VMAs, people were obsessed with her little teeny tiny Valentino bag that held yeah. an aspirin. So she asked her fans today, can someone please Photoshop the bag big and me small? I'm trying to see something. (laughs) So people were doing big, huge bags, little tiny Lizzo, putting Lizzo on the... That's funny. Her fans were bringing it. Working hard. And they blew up that little tiny Louis Vuitton bag and then just made her... I mean, talk about editing, Julia. I know. Oh, people have time on their hands. Now, speaking of the VMAs, Mm -hmm. boy, did you see Wendy went off on Taylor Swift yesterday? She's like artist of the decade. She's surpassed Michael Jackson. What do you mean? I'm like, she, first of all, you can tell she didn't watch the award show because when Taylor did her medley of songs, Everyone in the audience, Post Malone, Everyone Billie Eilish, Shania, yep. Carrie Underwood. Yep. She's had a lot of incredible songs for a long time, 15 years, and people know yes, these. They do. So she was yeah. like, I think that, I don't know what's happened to musical taste, but I was just like, oh, Wendy. Slam. Slam. Such a slam. Anyway, Such a slam. You could tell, though, that she didn't watch it because yeah, when you watch it, you kind of were struck at how many. Ooh, remember Romeo and years. Juliet, that song when that yeah. came out? She when has so many hits. So many yes. good songs. So anyway, she's like, I taste has cheapened throughout the years in a lot of things. Clothing isn't as good. I mean, she was liking Taylor that? Swift to H&M and Forever 21 clothing. <laughs> she was not. Yeah, she was. The quality of clothes we buy, the quality Has of Has anyone ever we bought buy? Wendy Williams clothes on HSN? No. I mean, because oh yeah, yeah she, she has wears her them whole every day. Line. Oh. She wears it. I don't know why, if she has her wig line anymore. Uh, she always has to have something to complain about. Well, no, it, it gets her headlines. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and she didn't Wendy watch Williams show. is overrated. Maybe we'll get a headline. Yeah, there you go. We'll call page six. <laughs> you make, get right on you'd it. make me call him. <laughs> I would. Right. And send the article and do the editing. I would. If she you, would. If you want to see Kelly Clarkson uh, cry, Donnie posted Garth Brooks was on her show yesterday making her cry. She did do a 
Kelly Oki yes. to a Garth song. Well, of course. Of course. I love her. Okay, so here is something that has never happened in a very, ever happened. All the ads for the Super Bowl this year are already sold out. Doesn't that seem early? It is early. Doesn't that yeah, seem early? Is. Usually there's a few All the left. other people, if you want to buy ads, you can call my talk. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it will not cost you $2 million. It won't. No, we have a much thing. more reasonable how much rate. Is we it? could put together a good plan. Let's see spot. what it says. It Does says it right see? now that that Depends is... Depends on when it airs. It is. A 30-second ad is as much as $5.6 million. Last year, CBS wanted between 5.1 and 5.3. 12 years ago, it was 2.7. Wow. So, mm. um... Wow. Yeah, that is, that's very early. The game isn't it until is. February. It is. I wonder, how they, I wonder how the ads are selling for the Gopher game on Saturday. It's going to be a big one. Yeah. Are you kind of sad you're not going to be I, here? You, beyond. Yeah. You, beyond. You'd be at where? Um, I don't even know where I'd be, but I would have fi- figured out a way to get something. Stubborn herbs. Oh, oh yes. my gosh. Stubborn herbs. Or Sally's. <laughs> With Sally. my kids. Oh, yeah. Are no. they going? I, I to think, the game? I think we'll see. Yeah, like a tailgating situation? Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Where do you tailgate for a Bill has game? a place. I don't even know. They've got the Ski Uma lot, and there's a gold lot or something. There's, you, there's tailgating there. Do you reserve your spot? I don't even you know. You buy a spot every mm-hmm. year. Who knew? Really? For the Gopher games? Yeah. Oh. How much okay. does that cost to buy a tailgate? Why don't you call Bill and find out? <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, really. I'm kind of fascinated with this. My favorite headline today is mm-hmm. is Alex Rodriguez is a ruthless clout, <laughs> clout chaser. chaser. Clout You're chaser. bringing this home for Casey, right? Uh, um, save that. Please. Right. I want sure him to My call husband me. lives for when I can bring home stories that I want him to read. Listen, that's a good one, though, because I think anyone will agree. You know, this is going to yeah. be something. Do people watch the Macy's Day Parade if you're cooking and you're hanging out at yes. home? It's out of the background. Yeah, I oh, always sure. like to see it, and I've always loved it, oh. hosted by NBC. Well, this year, they're worried because they're going to get a storm. And if the winds exceed um, 23 miles per hour and the gusts are more than 34 miles Listen, per hour, the balloons won't be in the air. No, this is won't. brilliant marketing on the part of NBC. Take right. advantage of the weather, Woody, the entire country is having. And let's remind people that this is on because the ratings are always a little bit less every year. And they did the funniest thing on the Today Show. They did a montage of all the shows that Al has to promote during the Today Show. And he's been hosting this. I've seen that montage. All the TV shows, the mid-replacement shows Mm -hmm. on NBC, and they did a whole montage of none of them. I mean, I don't think any of them lasted more than like either their initial four or five run, months. They were all canceled. Because yes. he's like, and you got to turn into NBC, and his eyeglasses changed. And oh yeah, his weight that's changed. Funny. It's that's, that's funny. It's the new hit comedy. It's the new hit comedy. It's the new hit drama. Canceled. And they're just doing it's like twenty five, twenty two years of all the shows that Al's had. Because you have to be. Very perky to about everything about everything, about everything that, that comes show. by. Yeah, but I do like having that on. I love it in the background. You know? I like I like all. I of like it. seeing the performances, yes. and I like to see who's a good lip syncer and who's a bad lip syncer. Oh, yes. And they must be happy to be lip syncing because there's no way you could do the sound. No, no in a parade. Can, no. no. Remember last year, Diana Rosk uh, waving with her kids, and they were all on a float, and they were all in like white. <laughs> 
faux fur cape. They looked and so happy. Her hair was just blowing back. They so happy. Yeah. I loved it. I know. That'd be kind of fun. I absolutely loved it. I know. All right. So uh, what else do we know? We know that... Um, Will and Grace, are you guys watching that show? Oh, yes. It's still I funny to me. I haven't started it. I'm so upset that those women don't talk. Oh, Julia. It doesn't affect the show. Why do you care? I'm a feelings gal. Uh, I, I don't even know... <laughs> I think they might have made up. It was a. Sleep- I've tried to find out. Yeah, well, you'd have to. Is really- it good? Is it still good yes, this year? It's still funny. It is, it is. still it funny. Is. All right. Jack is everything. That he, guy is everything. He was on Seth Meyer. Uh, a- I think go like last yeah, Thursday Friday. Nice. He's he's just hysterical. Yeah, he is. You guys, he's thanks just for hysterical. coming out to the channel. Have a great 